Hey besties, it's Everything's Not Fine. Do to do, we're back. Yeah, we are. Ooh, that was fast. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hello, friends. We have missed you. Yes, we have. It's it's been a little bit of a blur of a time. There's definitely reasons that we took a little pause. So many reasons. Um, it has been, gosh, somewhere in the ballpark of a couple of months since yep. we. Okay. And also, I realized today we did film an episode or film. That's cute. We recorded an episode where we talked about how we were going to be taking a break. And I never even put it up. Yeah. We never we never put it out there. It's fine. Surprise, we're gone. Surprise, we're back. <laughs> Well, I will say that um, thank you for being very understanding. Obviously, Nicole and I had a crap ton going on. Uh, even those last couple of episodes, we were like, um, what should we even talk about? Well, that's not very fair to show up to the party without any clothes on. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody needs that. <laughs> So um, we just, we needed to handle our lives and we're excited today. We're going to tell you what has transpired over these past few months. As you know, last we spoke, I was getting ready to move to Spokane from the Seattle area. That has happened. Also, the last time we spoke, I sounded like I was incredibly ill, and surprise, I still do sound that way. It's so fun. Oh, it's been so, terrible. Apologies for my nasally congested self, but I'm on the upswing, finally. Finally. If I'm not, I will be taking leave to an island all my own, far, far away. <laughs> terrible. Gosh. Yeah. So that's where I've been. We'll fill you in a little more um, today. But just a reminder, that's where you last heard me in life. <laughs> yeah. And uh, over at our house, you know, we're just doing, we're just doing all the things. Everybody's going their different directions and just trying to get these damn kids to finish out the friggin' school year passing. That's, that's what I've currently been just trying to do. I've had many appeals that have gone a little like, help me help you for the love of God. Just help me help you. Yes. <laughs> yes. Why? 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 That's all oh, I got. Yes, I know. I don't know um, if any of you can relate, but I see you. I feel you. If you can, because we're just, we're just getting through. It's going to be fine. <laughs> oh man. In yeah. the whole stretch. I think one of the hardest things for me, our schedule this year is a little different with Jordan. So we're not actually having to experience this hell on earth right now. But um, every year, one of the hardest things for me is like on social media or whatever, seeing friends around the country getting out of school, like mid-May, mm -hmm. about a month ago. Yeah. And it's like, oh my God. And our poor kids are, we have no patience left for them because they have no patience left for life. They have given up. Oh, sweet Lord. It's true. It's amazing how low the bar can get. 
the farther we go, the closer to it. I'm like, okay, listen, the pipe dream of, you know, bees, uh, that ship has sailed. Yes. D's get you, you know, on. Like, you get to move on. You get to move That's on. all we care about right now. <laughs> we were at a graduation party yesterday and a few people were talking about their kids who are now in college and the tuition and the this and the that and the this. And I was like, never in my life have I been so grateful for underachieving children. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I... That I say that in jest because I truly don't think my kids are underachieving. They are just um, on a different path. And yeah, I think they're other achieving. They that is not necessarily their path. Other achieving, yes. And this path is far cheaper somehow. I never would have imagined that, but (laughs) yeah. Anywho, yeah. Let's get these babies out of school and move on with life. It's true. Yes, yes. And that's a whole thing. That's definitely been part of what I've been trying to like work through for myself too of like, okay, there's a line there of being parent and holding them accountable, but also my kids are older, right? They're in high school. They're damn near, you know, they're on the second half of that high school even. So I can't care on some levels, I can't care more than they do. Like yep. on some, they may have to pay the painful consequence of whatever, at whether that means they don't get to go to the school that they want, or they don't get to get into the program that they had expected, you know, initially. It's just interesting. I, at finding that balance, yeah. it's like, I, I do need to help them hold them accountable, help them find new, um, you know, healthy, uh, whatever, like school behaviors, right? Like right. follow through and blah, blah, blah. But at the same time, also like I can't be not sleeping at night because of it because <laughs> they're sleeping just fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, and part of like saying, hey, you choose your path, you choose your consequence, good, yeah. bad, or indifferent, is like not just this week, but long term. Yes. Like, and that really sucks, especially for people like us who are planners and preparers and like yeah. see every pitfall coming and to not be able to like stress the oh like seriousness of this tiny decision that seems so dumb that in may have long-term consequences but at the same time like god for a couple of years I was on this Facebook group for like I think it's called grown and flown or something like parents who are shipping their kids off and the fucking stress these people like Mm -hmm. and I'm talking about the people who were concerned which preschool their kid was going to get into like back in the day who have been like living in this stress ever since to like get to the perfect college to get to the perfect. And I'm like, this kid's going to, in this day and age, this kid's going to graduate with a degree and still get a minimum wage job for God's sake. Like it is not working out the way we hoped with all that stress. Oh my gosh. We're on a tangent. I know I got, I got us off on a tangent. Sorry for us. I have opinions. I need to share. <laughs> but anyway, the stress, the stress on the kids, the stress we put on ourselves, we got to stop. Something. It's true. Stop. It's true. 
I am grateful that my teacher husband is definitely the like, he's yeah. the one that's like, okay, everybody just take a breath. Let's just, all, you know, when he will occasionally have to bring the hammer, you know, of like, get your shit together. Yes. <laughs> but, you know, it is a helpful, like, ah, oh, okay. Yeah. That is bring true. it down. Wonderful. Thank yeah. God for, thank God for that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Whew. Rain it in. Rain it in. Um, okay. What do we do now? <laughs> <laughs> well, why don't you tell us? About how all that went, how the move stuff went. Like, oh my gracious! So up and down, hoofta. Um, so just a little reminder. Um, Jim started working in Spokane, uh, like two and a half months before we moved. So he was gone all week. He would leave like Sunday night, Monday morning, come home Friday sometime, and then we would try to spend time together, you know, and not just be packing the whole time. So I was doing a lot of the work of Mm -hmm. packing, making arrangements, planning, which is my gig usually anyway. So, you know, fine. Unfortunately I had bronchitis and I kept just pushing through that because there's no choice. Right. Um, You're on a timeline. Like you have to be out of the house by a timeline. Yes. There's, there's like stuff that just is like, doesn't really matter how you feel. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And I'm a pusher through her anyway. Like, yes. I am for some reason. We'll just chalk it up to childhood experiences. I am one of those who, when I feel sick, like push harder. Mm-hmm. This is not going to get me down. So, um, that's special. So, all that to say, once we got to Spokane, um, about three days after we got here, three days of unpacking and setting up as much as I could, um, because I think deep down inside, I knew the end was coming and I need, and I was trying to get as much settled as I could before I like keeled over. (laughs) And so, um, I ended up with a pretty gnarly case of pneumonia and, um, had to be forced to lie down for days and get a very painful shot in the booty. But anyway, that shot was a miracle. Took me a few days of rest to at least be back to this point. That's my health crap. Who cares? Um, that's <laughs> oh, fine. It's fine. We are in Spokane and I will tell you, I have been so amazed. First of all, it's still surreal. So I can't say we've only been here for two weeks. Is that right? Yeah. Two weeks Mm -hmm. ago. Um, And because of the way the move, like the back and forth with Jim and just so many things going on at one time, um, I didn't have a lot of time to process as I was going. I mean, I did, but I didn't. So emotionally, I feel like I processed a lot, which Thank God for therapy because I would probably be in the nut house right now if not. Um, but practically, I didn't really process a lot. So I'm still looking around like, this is my stuff in this house, but what the fuck is going on? <laughs> so it's kind of cool, but um, also a little like still getting my, still got wobbly legs. Um, anyhow, um, 
my dogs are trying to break in. Um, the pace of life compared to Western Washington and Spokane is unbelievably different. And obviously, you know, I would say rural versus urban, that's always the case. But it's what I mean by pace of life is like literally the air feels different. Hmm. The the electricity in the air is not, it's not like a tense electricity. It's like, okay, no big deal. We're just kind of floating through life and it's okay. Nobody's going to die because of anything that is happening in this moment. And, um, that has been very refreshing. Like something I was not expecting because living here for so many years, it's just a normal, another place. But after being gone for 12 years in that like tension all the time, traffic and go, 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 like all of it, all of the Mm. practical things just build up to, um, you know, you just, it's like slowly turning up the the pot of boiling water and then once you hop out you're like oh god this is so wonderful and refreshing and amazing so I have this incredible backyard that has most amazing beautiful big tree in it and we have this deck that it's just so I mean it's we live in a house built in 1989 and are surrounded by old people in our neighborhood and it is the most beautiful, fantastic place I've ever lived. <laughs> it like, is very peaceful. It does have oh, just a peace kind of about it, which is yes. really lovely. It is. It is. So, you know, it, our move had its ups and downs for sure. There were stresses and tensions and every, there was one day that I was like, literally everything I touch is turning to shit. <laughs> all going wrong. Um, and it was, and then I beautifully, wonderfully had some friends in different ways kind of step in and help just relieve that unbelievable stress. And if you know me, you will know that is very difficult for me to be the receiver and not the giver of help and love and assistance in whatever way, especially practical love. Mm Mm-hmm. So, um, that was a huge breaking point for me in a good way, like, uh, a breaking of a lot of really shitty habits of like, I'm going to figure this out, you know, sure. and no one can see that this is hard. My life must be easy on the outside at all times, which is so silly because clearly it is never, but <laughs> I like to pretend anyway. So that is a very long um, synopsis of how it's gone. But we are here loving being with our friends and our chosen family. And it's wonderful. I love it. Yeah, it was so funny because um, when all the things were going on, I felt like you continued to have different people, like you said, different friends basically all saying the same thing, which was let us love you. 
but let us help you for the love. It's like you and your kids. Help me help you. Yes. Exactly. Help. Sorry, I'm not good at that. Okay, but I'm getting better. Yeah, that's right. But it is, there is something so important about being reminded that we can, that we can let people love us practically and that, and probably because of coming from screwed up stuff in the past, that it doesn't have to mean that it's a tally that's being taken and kept, a score is kept, or that right. like now I owe someone, yes. or now it means something, you know, and like it doesn't, it's none of those things. And that is so refreshing. It really is. To and, experience. Yeah. yeah. And I think that when I said there was a breaking point, that was a big part of it. And, and a breaking point of like, I don't have to be perfect to be loved. Mm -hmm. I don't have to have all of my shit together to be worthy of love. And that's a big one for me. Like that is an ongoing therapy conversation. (laughs) (laughs) For sure. And there's something so relatable, right? Like I think so most everybody gets that. Yeah. In their own versions. Yes. But I mean, yeah, that's major. Mm-hmm. Yes. So that's been my life transformation lately. Tell me about your life transformations. You've had a couple. We've had a few. So yeah, in that same time, we also had... Um, a little bit of a revolving door of things. Uh, our oldest was having (laughs) roommate drama to start, which was just honestly more like funny. And I felt bad because it's just part of what happens when you're in college. Right. And the friends you think you're going to be friends forever, you know, suddenly you just start realizing that you're kind of choosing different paths or becoming different people or Some people are kind of going down like, oh, those are, that is not good decisions. And you don't have any control, you know? Right. And, and so we had, so anyway, so they had some roommate drama. So they would come and spend the week, weekend, you know, and just need to decompress, kind of try to get some advice, but also just have like some normal, you know, because it was so high emotion and everything was, you know, and so in the midst of that, like we're like listening and we're staying up late. Cause of course, you know, Jay, who calls at 1130, can we come over? We, we need to talk to you. And I'm like, uh-huh. oh, yeah, exactly. And so Aaron's already like fallen asleep. The kids, the other two are already in bed. And I'm like, yes, come over. And I'm like, inside, be cool, be cool, be cool. So <laughs> then, <laughs> then I like wake Aaron up. I'm like, so the kids are coming over. He just said they need to talk. I feel like you need to be awake. This might be important, you know? And so then of course he's like groggy and he's like, I'm sure it's nothing. And I said, okay, we're just going to lay out some scenarios of which it could be. It could be nothing. It could be, you know, whatever. It also could be they're pregnant. It could be this. It could, you know, and I'm like, (laughs) 
as I'm like listing and I'm just like bullet pointing, like it could be this, it could be that, it could be whatever. And I'm like, I'm not freaking out. I'm just, I'm just feel like we should at least be prepared for all the things uh-huh. it could be. Uh-huh. Yeah. And he's, and he's just dying. Like, oh yeah, this is definitely the voice of someone not freaking out. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> okay. It's totally fine. And so, you know, we do the like parent, you know, pep talk of like, no matter what is said, it is all going to be fine. And we are not going to freak out. Yeah. Isn't it great when you get the heads up and you get to like coach each other up going in? (laughs) Exactly. And of course it was completely not about anything in our lives real. It was entirely like we're having roommate drama and we just couldn't stay there because it was too high emotion, you know? Yeah. Okay. Totally fine. So then they're there and, you know, they want to talk about stuff, but also like Aaron and I are also then doing the same inner talk of like, be cool because we're just so loving having them there. Like, I'm like, feel like my heart is so full. I have all my chickies in the nest. And I'm like, isn't it amazing? So I'm like, don't be too happy. Don't be too yeah. happy. Be cool. Play it cool. Don't so. push them away with your love and joy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> don't scare them away with your love and joy. Exactly. So there was that. And that was super fun and, and funny and whatever. Well, then um, I know I have referenced it last, uh, last uh, several episodes or whatever about the people that we're really close to that are splitting up and it's been really tough. Well, I had waited to say, because I wanted to protect their privacy. Now it's not a thing. So everybody that needs to know knows, but um, my in-laws are the ones that have split up. And so in the midst of all of our break, they also, we were, you know, getting their house ready to sell and really doing a lot of big transitioning yeah. Um, in all of that. So she is, she has a plan of where she's moving that is still um, actually being built. It's kind of a new building situation. Um, and so the plan has been that she's going to stay with us between when the house sold and when the new thing is built. It was probably going to be maybe five weeks, something like that. Yeah. And slowly, um, as we all know, Uh, sometimes that process becomes just really intense emotionally and just sad. And then to be kind of alone in that, it was like, this is, this is not good. This is, this is not necessary either. Right. And so there was a point where we had just said, you know, you don't have to wait if you want to move in, you can. Yeah. And so, you know, it took about five seconds of like, well, I don't, yeah, okay, that sounds great. <laughs> Good. Yeah, so we're very happy that she did. And um, that's been a really good thing. Really, really good. Uh, but it did go from, I have a month to prepare and get this room kind of all set up the way we had wanted for her. Yeah make it her own space, right? It was a teenage boy's room, which means there's just a lot of deep cleaning and crevices Yes, that you just don't want to know what exactly things are. You just want to clean it. It's fine. So we, you know, we did a lot of that, a lot of tossing stuff, but it went from having a month to literally like 24 hours. Holy mother. Yeah. And Cal can tell you, like I 
what it was again, then just high emotion for everyone. And just like, I so wanted it to be so great for her and feeling all of the emotions that she was, you know, under and going through, but, um, you know, just wanting it to be so good, but then also the stress of that speed of, you know, literally having to get a U-Haul trailer to take things to the dump to then go also buy a bed, um, you know, that we wanted, we wanted to get her a a new bed for that room and, you know, all of these things. And I just was pulled on the side of the road crying and talking to Kelly at one point. And thank God I did, because as, as we're talking, she's like, okay, remember, she is a simple woman that just wants to be loved and you are already doing that. And it was like, that was literally exactly what I needed to be reminded of. Yes. So it was, it was a lot of crazy for a little bit of time. Yeah. But, um, it has been, it has been great. And, you know, and it's so funny because when you say, well, my mother-in-law moved in with us for the summer, everybody (laughs) does this like, oh God, (laughs) how are you? I know. And I'm like, no, we love her. She's wonderful. (laughs) So, oh, she can move in with me for the summer. I don't, people will be lucky to have her wherever she goes. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So that has been a big, um, you know, kind of whirlwind of all of that, because of course the housing market uh, here, but I think in so many places is so crazy that it literally was, you know, one week, on the market, sold, you know, onto the next. Yeah. And, um, and even the whirlwind of getting it on the market. I mean, it was, we had some, they had some dear friends that really, you know, just did their amazing magical powers of, you know, cleaning out and getting things sold and whatever yeah. that it was, it was kind of amazing. It was quite the whirlwind. Yes. Yes. So now she's kind of getting to a point of, letting down a little bit, trying to get a little rest. And, and that's been really good, but it's been fun. I think to just be surrounded with family and people that love her and, you know, absolutely. Yeah. Well, that's been our wild on top of school and wanting to murder my children, but trying to not look bad doing it because I don't want my mother-in-law to think I'm a horrible (laughs) human. (laughs) No pressure. (laughs) Oh, you know, how you do. <laughs> yeah. How one does. Exactly. Oh, man. It's so, as you were talking, I was thinking about, so we, I'm totally changing the subject, but in a way that it's a universal. Um, we, this weekend is Jim's birthday. And so we're having just a couple of close friends over to celebrate his birthday. And so once that plan was in place, I immediately was like, okay, I got to go buy some new lawn furniture. I need to go buy um, a new dining room table, things that we don't have that we are going to buy, but suddenly it was going to be this week and I need to go do this. And then we're going to do this and I have to do this here. And like, it reminds me of how you were with getting ready for Johnny. Like Mm -hmm. um, I think our motivations are different. Like yours was so loving and like, I want her to be at home here and you know, I, I don't want this to feel like an inconvenience and this, you know, it's just waiting for her. Um, mine was like, we got to look good folks. We got to have it together around here. And this morning I was laying in bed looking at 
lawn furniture online and was like, what the fuck are you doing? Right. (laughs) You have been working on this for months to not be doing this. Right. Everybody can bring a god dang camping chair. Absolutely. And and have burgers. What are you doing? Yeah. Um, But it was so amazing to me how quickly that thing can just take right off again in my mind. It's so true. It's terrible. It's terrible how quick we can go there. Yes. And I was so frustrated and angry with myself, but at the same time, so proud of myself for recognizing that it was even happening because that, friends, (laughs) is new. Like, Yep. yep. So, yeah, I, I'm sorry to have taken the, the topic off of what you were talking about, but it just, as you were talking, I was like, holy fuck, that is just what I've been doing. Yep, it's so true. And I think it's so, I mean, we're all so subject to it, right? Yeah. And it, I, I see that a lot with people too, you know, in having people over or doing things with friends. There's so often... People don't do it very often because I think they usually, I think it's because people put way too much pressure on themselves of like, it has to be some elaborate dinner party, right? With multiple, I have to have all of the things and I have to provide all of the things. Yeah. And, you know, it has to be something really wow. And, you know, I, I just, that's usually where. I'm realizing like there is a time and place for that. That's really fun to have a special hoopla, whatever, but it is not the like random, like Friday night, come hang out. Right. Right. Every event does not have to be that like, and if it did, no wonder none of people don't get together very often, you know, comparatively. Whereas when you just like, come over, we'll figure it out. (laughs) Yes. Or we're having burgers. You want to bring a salad or a side, you know, right. somebody else bring a camp chair. Let's do this. Yes. You know, and it's so fun. And we get the opportunity to actually just be together, which is actually the point. Exactly. You know, more frequently if we can just take it down a notch. Yes. <laughs> and remember I mean, that actually I mean, people love us. <laughs> well, yeah. You know, there is that. You know. I am not good at taking it down a notch especially when it comes to entertaining partially because I love it so much and when people come to my house I want them to come and feel like they've entered an oasis of like pleasure I don't know (laughs) (laughs) and so and I love that like I truly do I know that's part of my motivation I said it's like I want to look good I want to look like we got it together look at us we're here we made it um but also like, come sink into this most comfortable lounging sofa under my tree. No, that's not going to happen. Um, <laughs> not come sit in your uncomfortable camping chair where the butt drags the ground. Like, you know, we all got that one camping chair, right? Yes. Um, so anyway, that there's like equal parts of that in me, but it all well and this is kind of our topic for today and moving forward like if I sit with myself and and really like exercise some curiosity of why that is my um go-to 
I learn a lot about me mm-hmm. and a lot about like what I'm still working on and what I like about that part of me and what maybe needs to still be tweaked. And, um, yep. Yep. So then once I exercise that curiosity and see that part of me, I have an option to be compassionate to that yeah, or um, judgmental and um, frustrated. And I think that is what determines what change comes from that, you know, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. <sighs> this, this is something that I've really oof, been, I'm doing a lot of, this type of thing, like in therapy and in processing this move and all of it, like my go-to whenever I let down my guards with myself enough to is be curious, be curious, be curious. Why am I, why am I going to this? Why is Mm. this my response? And then on the heels of that, even harder is be compassionate. Like be kind to that girl um, because really it has a lot to do with just understanding and then loving that part of yeah. like loving the ugliest part and being like, Hey girl, some shit happened to you to make you go here. Like, let's heal it. Let's understand it. Whatever. Yeah. So as that has been all this, this tangent brought to you by, um, this is what Nicole and I have been talking about a lot that we would like to focus on in these coming episodes. Um, I'm not saying it will be every episode, but just a thread that we'd like to try to weave through for a time of approaching uh, my focus, approaching uh, ourselves with curiosity, compassion, and kindness and, and where that leads. And then also, um, Focusing that on other people, like yeah. um, hearing curiosity about other people's stories um, and approaching that with compassion and kindness and um, just being along for the ride on other people's journeys of that. And so we've got some guests lined up, which is super fun. Yeah. Um, and Nicole and I are in the thick of it with ourselves on this journey. So you'll be hearing some of that. Um, and of course, still having fun and, you know, talking about life. But we really, um, during this time, even though we have been on a break, I think both of our wheels have been turning about the show and just continuing to evolve and have it be something that matters. Um And this was one thing that we really felt like we can be more, I can be more focused and, um, (laughs) you know, we want to keep the relational conversation between girlfriends, you talking back to your AirPods while you're listening to us, you know, we, all of that, that's not going anywhere. Um, but you know, keeping the stuff that matters to all of us at the forefront too. So um, yeah, that's, that's kind of where we're going. I don't know. I'm done. Yeah. No, you go. No, <laughs> no, I agree. I think that's, that's exactly it is that we don't want to lose the good parts, but I think also realizing part of what we bring to the table or what we want to is 
that real of our own stuff that we're going through and working through. And that is kind of something that we keep seeing kind of reoccurring as a theme for each, each of us individually um, is that curiosity, kindness, and compassion. Um, And how can I show that to myself? How can I show that to others? How can I um, grow, you know, and, and really it's not, it's not, uh, I don't have to go very far (laughs) (laughs) to experience that, right? Like this is not a like try hard situation. It's, this is life that we're walking through. And this is what we kind of keep running into over and over. And, um, even as I was talking with Joni this morning, we were talking about, you know, it's so interesting when you interact with people, you learn their stories, you hear what they are going through or what they've gone through. And suddenly it's a lot harder to kind of come from a high horse situation, right? Like, I think it's so easy when it's something I've never experienced to go, well, you know, I would just pull myself up by my bootstraps and you just make it happen or you just whatever, you know, that would just not fly with me, tough stuff. And, and then when you actually interact with people and you learn and you hear their actual voice, you hear their, you know, path that they've gone through the, the, the lament or the, you know, kind of that whole journey they've really had to go through emotionally or what have you suddenly you go, Oh my gosh, it's so much more complex than I, you know, maybe gave it credit for, Mm -hmm. or maybe there's a lot more that I just didn't understand. Mm -hmm. And that's our opportunity to grow, you know, whether it's to just understand the world in a, in a broader way or Mm -hmm. to understand ourselves and to be able to see that everybody's going through things, right? Like that's the thing as a hairdresser, I, and I think all of us, no matter where you're at, but like certainly in my industry, I'm ever, you know, still it takes my breath away at like, my God, we just have no idea what everyone is going through individually. Like you're at the grocery store and you just have freaking no clue. Yeah every stinking one of those people are going through something, you know, and some of it is their greatest joy. Some of it is, you know, really hard shit and, and everything in between. I mean, it's just, it's amazing. And so if we can have that kind of perspective and heart for other people, we certainly can have that for ourselves as well. And we often, that's the thing that we need reminder of first, right? Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. And is almost the harder one mm-hmm. is to go, okay, listen, sister, your body has felt like shit yeah, for months. It's time. You know, like even if there was legitimately like I couldn't right. let right. down at that point, now you have to yeah, because you deserve that and your yeah. body deserves to rest yeah. and, you know, yeah. whatever that is. So, I, I am excited about that. I find and expect that as we have that more on our minds, yes. we're going to encounter that more and more as well. Oh, God, yes. Yeah. 
so much so. I even this last week, since we've been kind of prepping for today, it's probably 10 times a day it comes to my mind of like, be curious, be, you know, like Mm -hmm. that or why? Why am I feeling this way? Why is she acting this way? What's going on with her? What I need to talk to her. Like, because for my way of loving often is a like soul. There are, I have friends in my life who are amazing at loving practically. Like you have a hangnail, they'll bring you dinner. Like it is <laughs> incredible. And I'm not always that guy, but I, I am a soul loving person yep. and some of my friends don't like it because they feel like I'm always seeing their soul. Yes. <laughs> I see you seeing me Stop with your eyes. <laughs> my children also don't love it, but that gives me a natural curiosity when I see my friends. I'm, I'm pretty intuitive, like. Ooh, she seems off today or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm not good at boundaries in that. I'm like, Hey, what's going on? What's- <laughs> Why are you? Why are you being weird? Um, but being able to turn that to myself has been really amazing. Like, mm-hmm. um, and sometimes I have probably been more others focused because it's safer. I can fix your problem. Not mine. Um, but it feels really good right now to just be like, oh, I am acting weird. Why? What am I mm. doing? Like, ooh, what's been, what's poking in me somewhere? You know, like, what is that deep internal just, ugh. So that's on my mind a lot. But anyway, that's what I was going to talk about. I was thinking this week about the curiosity and kindness and compassion for other people you probably I don't even know if you'll remember this but years and years and years ago there was someone a mutual friend of ours and um you were like every time I start getting really irritated by the things that they do I just remember we need to spend some time together like I need to get some time with this person because I love them and they're so great but I the longer time goes with that we're not spending time together, I start getting irritated at our differences. And then I go spend time with them and listen to them and hear their heart and all of that. And suddenly, you know, I'm not irritated by all those things anymore. And do you remember this? I vaguely, I mean, I remember the like thought pattern. I don't yeah. remember who it was about, but anyway. Yeah. Um, and that just keeps coming to me over and over again this week. They're And I think partially, honestly, one of the things that one of the reasons it keeps coming to me is all this freaking now we're having these January 6th hearings and all the Mm. things going on in this world. And there is such a lack of trying to understand the other person. And when we do, even if it's something that we just flat out do not agree with or whatever, um, at least to uh, be curious about <clears throat> the other person, how they're, why, why would you ever support this? Or why would you ever think this or whatever? There's at least a tiny shred of 
human connection there that hopefully at some point we can start building some kind of bridge um, Mm -hmm. for the divide. And I, I mean this, I'm not trying to get political or weird or anything at all, but it's just such a need in our world right now to understand each other and try to find one tiny shred of humanity between us to start building on. And that comes with that curiosity and that just being willing to stop and stop judging and start looking of like, God, where are you coming from? Even the most evil person came from a mother, you know, like we all start somewhere and I'm not trying to like go cuckoo here, but like we do have one common thread amongst us all. Truth. Anyway. Sorry. Yeah. No, it's good. I agree. I think we can be better if we can adapt some of that, adopt some of those, Yeah, you know, wonderings. I remember one time when my kids were little, I was picking up Jehu from school at elementary school and I was parked. I was parked. I had gotten him in and I had said, um, you know, we got to hustle. <clears throat> so put your seatbelt on. And so I kind of like did the like pull out cause he could do it himself. Yeah. And then realized he was struggling. Well, I didn't want to drive with him not buckled. So I just quick kind of pulled over so I could lean over the seat and help him buckle it. Um, well, I happened to, to like pull in, in front of someone's driveway And this was somebody that lived right by the school. So I'm sure on a daily basis that happened to them. And she was real irritated by that just in general. Yeah. Well, she happened to be like maybe getting into her car or something. And she came and flipped out on me, flipped out, like royal flip out. And I remember in that moment, I said, I hear you. I'm, I'm moving. I just needed to get this. It was stuck and I needed him to be buckled. And there was like no reasoning. Right. Yeah. Like she just was like ultra freak out. And then in her freak out, she says, you don't understand my kids in the hospital right now. And And literally it was that like, okay, I get it now. Yeah. Right. Like all the lights turned on. And I thought you're freaking out because of this situation. And I just was the like feather at the top of the heap. Yes. Right. Like this is not actually about this. (laughs) Yes. And, um, and I remember being so impressed upon in that moment, just in that moment, it felt like everything, like I said, lights turned on and I just stopped and I said, I am so sorry that that is happening for you right now. And I, she was not in a space to like go there. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, clearly. So I just said, you know, but I did kind of have a like, vroom, you know, clear the mechanism. I am so incredibly sorry you're going through that right yeah. now. And then I'm leaving right now. And then um, I actually went and not because whatever, but in that moment, I just felt as a mom, like mom to mom, I went yeah. and got her a Starbucks card and wrote it and like on the thing and just, I'm so sorry. Just, yeah. you know, want you to know mom to mom that I care, you know, that it's, you know, hope, I hope everything is okay with your son or whatever and yeah. just stuck it in the door. And I thought, I don't know if 
you know, yeah, what what she ever thought if that was even anything. But I just thought, you know, yeah, clearly that's where she, you know, that yes. is intense. And yeah. so it sucked that she ripped me a new one, but you know, <laughs> but at the same time, you know, it was like the su- suddenly that that curiosity or whatever, like yeah. that it gave such clarity. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Right. Just the like how easy it is for us to switch from being defensive to compassionate. Right. Like, right. Just the tiniest bit of understanding of a common thread of something there that suddenly we can be so like our hearts are turned and like, I want to mm-hmm. take care of this person. Like right. I want to give them a shred of hope and love. Like, right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And it was like, well, I don't know you and I can't fix this, but yeah, at least it's just a something of like from one mom to another. Yes. Care. You know? Yeah. And now to be able to find ways to do that for ourselves. Mm -hmm. Like that is, I know for you and I both, like that is our, our challenge right now or our, like focus in some ways to be able to start doing that more frequently or on a deeper level or whatever like well that's my challenge and you're along for the ride so no <laughs> no I agree I know you're in it <laughs> yeah I sure am I sure am yeah yeah there's just so much there's so much we have to offer ourselves if we can just let our guards down to ourselves. Mm-hmm. You want to tell the story about, I'm going to tell the story about okay. our, our mirror day. Yeah. Um. So it's been a while. It was, it was before we moved to Spokane. Um, I was over for a visit. We were looking for our house. We were trying to decide on where to live. And Nicole and I got together one day we were talking, we had had nothing going, like no strife or anything like that, but we had had a conversation and I could tell that something I said kind of just the tiniest pinprick, there was just a little pinprick there. And, um, me who can let no things go unsaid was like, okay, because if, truly for me, like, if a relationship is important to me, it's really hard for me. If there's even the tiniest, dumbest thing that goes unsaid, that's just my abandonment issues. Like <laughs> time overcoming. And um, so we were hanging out and I was like, so, Hey, and I asked her and we talked about it and there was no big deal. But in the course of that conversation, we're talking about like, being self-critical mostly mm-hmm. and um, not giving ourselves grace and f- for some crazy ass reason I decided that we needed to say nice things to ourselves so we hop up and I drag Nicole can I tell about sure, tell sure. <laughs> I drag Nicole into her room and immediately I know she's not going to be happy because because my room was a disaster. It was yeah. a friggin' disaster. It's the kind that you're like, close the door and hope to God no one sees any of this. Yes. <laughs> and 
I mean, I wouldn't say it's the first time in your life that that's been the case. And no. I have these things. Like, one of my favorite things is to go into Erin and Nicole's bedroom closet because it's always just... It's always wow. my, like, total... It's my, like, I don't... It has no It's where chaos goes to die, and it's It fun. does. It and does. It's, it's so... I... I, I hope that it's okay that I say that. It's one of the most endearing things. I don't know why. I love it so much about you. Well, and- I try at this point in my life, I feel like in general, outside of this time, I, you know, I am like, okay, most of my house is really pretty put together oh and God, like yes. normal, whatever. But my closet is sort of my, like, it's my secret messy closet or whatever yes. that I'm just like, whatever. I just can't care. Somewhere in my house is just going to be the junk drawer, but it's like the like larger junk drawer. <laughs> that is my garage. Like I, my garage is your closet and I don't care. Like we all need our place where chaos goes to die. It's yes. <laughs> well, anyway, <clears throat> we're going to do this. I knew immediately she was like, no. I was like, oh, I'm going to see it. I'm going to see your messy room right now. I'm going to see your messy bathroom, whatever it is. We're going. Yes. And even that was kind of a like breaking down of a wall. It was. It totally was. Yeah. Cause I'm, you guys, it was like, this has been the neglected space. Like it had gone, the closet could no longer contain. So like <laughs> life was insane. All of these transitions are happening. And it was like, I could not handle one more thing. And so that was my space where I was just like, whatever, yes. I don't care. It's just disgusting. I live in filth in this one space. Oh my God. Which is so <laughs> far from the truth. But anyway, um, so here we are in her Filthy bathroom is not yes, but um, looking in the mirror, saying kind things to ourselves. One of the hardest things, probably, I've ever done in my life. Like, and I try to practice this every once in a while of like telling myself nice things, but it was a hard one. And um, what is my point? I don't know. We did it. It was fantastic. I think it's just. Yeah, I think it was because I was in a really self-critical space. Yeah. And it was like, okay, we're going to stop this train. Yeah. We're going to stop this train and we're going to speak some truth to ourselves. And we're going to do it in your filthy, disgusting, <laughs> dirty bathroom. And even in the midst of that, that we can, that you can find compassion for yourself. Yes. Because look at like... Seeing my friend, and I'm totally going to cry, which feels stupid, but you'll hear me. Seeing my friend in that dirty space that I'm embarrassed of, and she is unfazed and only has love and kindness towards me and wants to do this because she sees me needing more of that for myself. Yeah. And wanting to stop that train of criticism and you know just being under that sort of cloud of whatever that was heaviness um and then on top of it being able to you know like we're gonna look in the mirror and you're gonna say something nice about yourself and it started with you know I have nice hair I like my eyes and then it went into more 
intimate things, right? Of, um, as individuals, who we are and things we appreciate about what, how we are, what, you know, what, whatever. So it was, it's funny and stupid in the, like the bathroom detail or the bedroom detail, but honestly (laughs) it almost was necessary because to be in the midst of that and be seen (laughs) in that chaos. Yeah. Right. And then still, um, for compassion to shine its light and care in the midst of, yeah. In not judgment was really impactful. Yeah. It was really, really powerful. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. And that's just it though. Right. Like that is when we need compassion the most is in the midst of all of that. Yeah. That is when we need it from others. And that's when we need it for ourselves. Like the desperate longing for self-love is not so deep when everything's going great. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, it's, it's great. Like it's wonderful to celebrate yourself when things are wonderful. Um, but it's life giving to show yourself compassion when shit is falling apart. Yeah. Not that your bedroom was falling apart. But. No, but, but it, <laughs> it was it, a representation of how your life felt. Right. And now. that's exactly it. Is it, it, you know, it wasn't falling apart, but it was a representation of what was the internal Right. Whether it was, I don't have time to take care of me or of my most close spaces. Like I am busy doing all of out here for everybody else. And sometimes that is what life requires. Right. Like in the same way that like, well, your move had to happen. (laughs) Whether you felt like shit or not, like that just was what happened. And, and same, you know, it was like, but to have that moment of, you know, reality of, of mirror and going, okay, yeah, now it's time. It's time to really look at it and not just in, you are a piece of crap. How could you, you know, whatever, (laughs) how could you live in this belt? But like, (laughs) you know, to be able to have compassion and yeah. Pretty awesome. So have you um, been saying nice things to yourself lately? Uh, do you want the actual honest answer? <laughs> Neither no. have I. Yeah. <laughs> have, I, have I done that particular thing? Again, I have not. I probably could. Uh, but I have had some moments of at least... Um, kind of been being able to look at a circumstance and say, okay, this is not my best self or this is not my best moment, Mm -hmm. but also this is the best I got. And that right now is enough and it's okay. That's amazing. And that in itself is a big deal for me. Yeah. You know, huge. 
Like just to be able to like, yeah, all of us, right. To be able to say like, okay. (laughs) Yeah. Just, I just, I'm going to breathe and yeah. So yeah, it's good. I'm still working on it, but well, obviously, I think this is a lifelong working on it thing. I mean, oh, yeah, very true. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Oh, well, I like that. This is not the best, my best, but it's the best I've got right now is powerful. Mm. Thanks. Oof. So, I think, I can't remember what we have next week going on, but I would like to talk about, just on a practical level, what does curiosity, compassion, kindness look like? You know, like, on a practical level, how can we do that on Mm -hmm. a day-to-day? Like, um... I mean, I know I have thoughts about what I'm trying to do, but you know, in the, in the busyness of the world around us and doing life, like, what does that look like? So maybe, um, those who are listening in real time, um, can let's put up a social media thing, uh, question box on the Instagram send us a message you know is this a concept you even know or exercise in your life is it or is it something new that you're going to be starting because we're all in it together right Um, and what does that look like like how can you be curious and compassionate and then we will definitely keep talking about it because I think it's a skill like it's, it's a skill to learn. It's not something that I think comes naturally to us. So I agree. Um, for me, the starting point for me right now is just like when I feel myself tension in my body, stress in my neck, my shoulders up around my ears, like mm-hmm. just stopping and taking one second of what am I feeling? Where is this coming from? What does that part of me need? Like, and as time goes on, obviously that becomes much easier. Like I can go three days with my shoulders up by my ears and not even realize it. That's not, you know, absolutely. (laughs) But, um, yeah. Anyhow, what do you, you have anything to add to that? No, I think it's really good. I think that'll be a good. Yeah. Somebody needs to come teach us these things. We got to find a professional. (laughs) (laughs) And until then, we're the best we got. (laughs) We're winging it together. Um, Someone out there have um, information about this you can help us with? Please call Um, (laughs) 1-800. We don't have one of those. And then, shall we talk about our forthcoming guest um no okay it's a surprise we let it be a surprise 
So it's pretty awesome. I'm excited. <laughs> okay. Anything else, Melanie? No, I think we're good. I just want, yeah, just a reminder that you're not alone. Oh, yes. We are with you and we can do it. We're going to do it. We can do hard things and we can do hard things. It's good. Good old planning. Oh, no. All right. All right. Love you. (laughs) Love you, friends. Mm